just my thoughts and I'm your host Mika Reeves. So what is good y'all? I hope everybody had a great uh, new year and brought it in the way that you wanted to or with your loved ones. So what have I been up to? I feel like I haven't been here in forever. I took a hiatus in the month of December um, just to get myself together but uh, I miss talking so let's just catch up today. So what have I been up to? I had a very very busy Christmas um, going back and forth with family and then this past week for uh, New Year I spent it in Charlotte North Carolina where I live and uh, it was pretty chill um, we were with great people great vibes um, we got like an Airbnb and we kind of just chilled out but everybody was kind of on the same wavelength and um, you know not doing too too much uh, ate amazingly all weekend and we did go out to Studio 229. They had like an Afrobeats um, party for the new year. And we did that. Didn't stay out too late. I, I've been feeling kind of not weird, but I kind of have been like more in the house um, these last couple. Well, really this whole year it seems like. But I haven't really been in the mood to really be around a whole bunch of people. And it's just been so much craziness here. I mean, all over really. So I really wanted to kind of be in pocket and really just spend the holiday just chilling and, you know, having a good conversation with great people. And that's pretty much what we did. So I was very thankful for that. But I haven't really been up to much, guys. Um, just been reading and chilling and trying to regroup after the semester and to end the year. Um, let's see. The book club is still going great. Uh, don't forget, if you want to be a part of the group, uh, the book club, you just all you have to do is just send me a message on you can DM me on um, Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast, or you can send me an email to IJMT podcast and I'll add you to um, the mailing list. Also, we have a group me chat where we talk about the books that we're reading. And also, if you have any book suggestions, we just have free form and conversation in there. So you would join that as well. And we have a meeting every week, um, excuse me, every month. So this month we are reading Leave the World Behind. Um, I will also post this on my Instagram page, so just be on the lookout for that. But just let me know if you want to join. It's been great so far. We have about uh, 17 members, so it's going pretty good. Uh, definitely take in more, um, especially if you're a fellow reader. Definitely uh, hit me up to join. Uh, also, before we get into the show, uh, I want to also remind you you can find the show on pretty much every platform that streams podcasts, but it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Pandora, Google Music, uh, SoundCloud, so pretty much anywhere. You pick your poison, Audible, um, pick your poison, and you can find the show and just you know subscribe so you can get the um, the updates on the episodes as well as just you know you can catch up. We have a whole bunch of old episodes to catch up on, so you can get to this place. So I welcome any new listeners and anyone that's you know coming back to the fold. Um, all right, so let's just go into the mantra of the week. I also, this week, going to have a um, deep dive discussion on some of my top things from 2022, and then we'll go into the thought of the week. So let's just roll into the mantra of the week. Today's mantra, as I reflect upon this past year, I allow and accept all I've have experienced. Everything has been part of my healing, growth, and awakening. I am moving into this new year stronger and open to greater love, joy, health, and thriving. I really love that one because it kind of spoke of how we want to walk into 2023. Um, 
And so we are two days into 2023. And this week for the thought of the week, I do plan on talking about my word of the year. You know, we discuss that every year, but I think this is a good time to really start thinking about our goals, thinking about what we want to do and accomplish this year, and also writing out a plan of action of how you're going to do it. Um, and, you know, you, you know, you see around this time, a lot of people doing the vision boards and, you know, whatever you feel like you need to do. I don't always think of vision boards necessarily, you necessarily have to do a vision board. I think they're important because if you actually hang them, like well, usually when I do mine or I do my goals, um, I hang them in my office space and I'm there every day. So I visualize it cause I'm actually looking at it and thinking about it and things like that. So I think it's important when you do vision boards, actually put it somewhere that you're going to look at for the year. But even if you didn't do a vision board, write out your goals, how you want to accomplish them, how you plan on getting it done and then work your plan for the whole year. So that's what I plan on doing, but we'll discuss that more in the thought of the week. So right now let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So deep dive discussions today, I'm going to kind of go over some of my top CDs, top movies, top books for the year, but I also had a few little pop culture things to talk about. I don't have much because some of this stuff is, you know, it already happened, but I never discussed it. So the first thing that I wanted to say, which is I have two highlights of, you know, the past couple months. Um, I was really overly ecstatic that uh, Brittany Griner came home. Um, what made me disappointed with just people is that, you know, sometimes I don't be on Instagram much, but I am on Twitter and, you know, I don't know, I don't know why and I don't do it. I don't do it all the time, but I will sit and read like the comments and some of the comments were just terrible. And it's just crazy how, like what has annoyed me the most with social media this year is that anytime something happens, all of a sudden, all of us are experts and shit that we don't even know what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And so my thing is. You know, the case of Brittany Griner getting locked up, I mean, it was completely just unfair, unfair sentencing, a very dangerous um, situation as she did get transported to the penal camp. And I mean, her her wife, you know, and, and many others fought for her to come home. And I was really happy that, you know, she was able to come home and she wasn't, um, you know, uh, as far as like physically you know, fucked up. And, you know, as far as like her mental uh, state, um, you know, it's going to take time. And I ha- I did have seen recently that she started, you know, kind of working out and getting back into the groove of things. And she said she's returning to WBA this season. And honestly, like it, it wouldn't have bothered me any if she didn't return this season, because I mean, um, I can't even imagine the experience. I can't even imagine the shit, uh, you know, just not being able to talk to my family and, you know, even on the flip side, like not knowing where she is and everything else. And, um, her healing to me is most important. And I'm sure that they have all the top people working with her, but also like when people are saying, well, why is she coming back to play basketball? I feel like, you know, for some people, especially in the sports that they play, it's probably therapeutic. So her getting back into a regular routine, I don't think that's necessarily, um, you know, a bad thing. Um, but I'm happy for her. I'm happy that she came home. Um, it was the right thing to do. I know everybody's kind of like caught up in the, oh, you know, everyone didn't get freed and look what it, that what we gave for her. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, you know, uh, with the Whalen family, you know, hopefully there's still work to be done, you know, getting him home. But, you know, Brittany Griner's situation was a one-off thing and it can't be coupled into other things. You know, getting a sentence of nine years is fucking nuts. And so, um, yeah, so I was happy that, 
she has been able to come home and rejoin her family, you know, right here at the holidays. So that was definitely a blessing. Um, the other thing I wanted to discuss was the Megan Tory case. And I'm not going to discuss it too much. What's crazy is I feel like this has been going on fucking forever. So this has been going on for like, what, two years, three years, maybe. And I think that's why it seems so, I don't know. I think the what's confused me this whole entire time, even when she was on trial, I thought the trial was a shit show. Um, I mean, it was overly abundantly clear that he shot her. I will say, and this is probably unpopular opinion. I did keep up with the case and I kept up with all of that stuff. I don't know personally if they proved without a shadow of a doubt inside of the court case that he shot her, but you know, it's very clear that he did. And so I'm glad that she, you know, got the outcome that she wanted and she deserved, you know, um, people drag make the same like, like no other, which I think is crazy considering she was the victim. And even during a trial, like you would think that she was on trial for shooting somebody opposed to her being shot. Um, I don't know, but I was happy that he was found guilty cause he did it. So what's been crazy is since the trial, now they're releasing, you know, these leaked stuff and all this crap. And I'm guessing that the stuff that's coming out now couldn't be used in court. That's what I'm thinking because it would have been used because then that really would have been like, it's clear. So the one that I listened to a video the other day and it was him having a conversation with the friend Kelsey that was there when he had first got put in jail. And he literally is blatantly saying, you know, that, you know, he has remorse for shooting her. I mean, just, it, it's clear, you know? So I think it's crazy how black women, you know, have to go through so much and like, you just not fucking, um, just believed like that thought the whole thing has just been really unfortunate, but I was really happy that he got a guilty verdict because he did shoot her. And I think it's fucking crazy. I think the whole situation was crazy and everybody wants to kind of like judge Meg. But the reality is like, if you've never like lost people, you know, um, especially like a parent, um, you don't know how that shit might, you know, put you on like a spiral. And it's clear that and she talked about it, that she was struggling and, you know, drinking and probably doing everything else and making, you know, bad decisions. And I think that's human. I remember when my dad passed, I was 27 years old. Um, it, it helped me kind of to wake myself up a little bit, but I also was pretty destructive for a good six months of just, no, probably more than that, probably a year of making poor decisions and, you know, drinking and everything else. And, you know, it's very easy to do and it's very possible. And so I don't judge it when people are going through shit because we all process trauma and hurt and uh, grieving is different for every person. So it's really not up to us to judge somebody else, but we always do. But it's just crazy that so much defense was being had in regards to Tory Lanez. And I'm like, well, she was shot. And how was she shot? I mean, that was the thing that got me the whole entire time. Like, it's clear that she was shot. So what's the explanation in regards to how she was shot? I think her ex-friend Kelsey is a piece of shit. Hopefully they never talk again. And uh, because she clearly was just, yeah, that girl's not her friend. That's very clear. But those were my, you know, pop culture highlights. I'm glad that those two uh, cases um, came out on the right side. So um, hopefully, you know, everybody can start, you know, it's kind of moving on from it in 2023. And uh, that's all I really had for deep dive discussion. So I'm going to go into my tops of 2022. Let's see. Easily, hands down, my favorite movie of 2022 was The Woman King, without a shadow of doubt. 
Um, I thought Viola Davis was amazing, but not just her. I thought the whole entire woman cast was absolutely phenomenal. Great storytelling. I actually pre-ordered and bought the Blu-ray when it came out. So I wanted to make sure that was in my collection, which it is. I watched it a million times now and I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So my top CDs easily was Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers. I think I love that one the most because Kendrick's one of those artists that he takes his time. Every time he comes out with a CD or project, it's some kind of, you know, involvement included with it. We've seen him evolve every single CD. And so this one, you can tell that he has gone to therapy, that he's really dove into some of his childhood trauma and he's really expressed himself on the CD. It was really one of my favorites. Um, It's in my top in general, not just for 2022, but in general, I loved it. Uh, Beyonce Renaissance, still my favorite, still in rotation. I thought the, um, the production of it was just phenomenal. So love, love, love Renaissance, but everybody loves Renaissance. Um, and then my, to close out the year, I've been waiting for a scissor album for five years. Control was one of my favorite CDs. I really love SOS. Um, SOS is interesting. Um, I love it. I think it's a very honest CD. I think that, um, whoever she was messing with, I don't know if they still mess or whatever they have going on, but clearly this guy had her, um, in a chokehold and that she could not get out of, um, as far as like, just, I don't know if they had a soul tie or what, but that's what it seems. And so, um, a lot of people didn't like that. Like, Oh, you know, she's still talking about the same stuff. I didn't personally feel that way. I felt uh, some songs. Yeah. And she's kind of talking about her journey. And then some songs, you know, she's basically talking about, you know, her growth and her healing process. And that like, you know, she kind of had to go through this shit to get to the other side and find acceptance in herself. So I love it. I've been, uh, playing that one since it, since it recently came out. So I know that was probably easily one of my favorites. Um, for 2022 and then as far as my top books I this year was kind of tricky because I didn't read as many books that I usually read every year but I read a lot of books that were like uh, really long so that took up a lot of my time like I'm, I'm actually reading a book right now and that's like 800 pages and um they, those can be a little time consuming but I wanted to try to knock out some of my longer reads because I have so many of them uh, but my favorites was Don't Cry For Me by Daniel Black that one was actually a story about uh, it wasn't I think it was loosely about Daniel Black I want to say but not but it wasn't a memoir um but basically it was about a father that basically waited until it was too late but he wrote a letter to his gay son and it's just him kind of like you know explaining his thought process on how he raised him but also kind of giving an apology and my understanding, this was actually like, a, like what he would have thought that his, his dad would have said to him. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that I, that I read that, but that was a good book. Um, part of your world by Abby Jimenez. That one was a romance movie, uh, romance book. Um, and I, and I don't do a whole, whole bunch of romance, but when I'm reading heavier stuff, I'll go to like a, like a cheesy little romance or something kind of cleanse my palate. If I've read something extremely heavy or like a historical fiction book, um, cause some of the stuff I read can be a little sad. So I'll flip over. What I liked about this one is that it, it wasn't really cheesy. It was kind of realistic on how things might be. You had a person that 
came for money, um, you know, fell in love with someone that just kind of was a simple guy. Um, but I, I thought it was realistic. I, I really enjoyed it. It was actually one of my favorite romance novels I've read. And then my last one was probably The Inventional Wings by Sue Monkid. Sue Monkid is one of my favorite uh, authors. She's a feminist writer. Um, so, uh, let's see. Inventional Wings is actually old. I'm not sure when it came out, but it came out a few years ago. Um, I'm not sure when, but it was, it was a while ago. But what I like about Sue Monkid is that she'll take historical facts or historical events and then she writes her uh, books around the historical event so it's like you actually learn shit from it, you know, um, while you're reading it. So I think that's important um, for me, especially like a historical fiction person. I like to, you know, read books like that because then it sends me down a rabbit hole. And like from this book, I looked up um, some of the people in it that was like real people and, and, you know, read about them and all of that. And so I like books that make you think, you know, make you want to think. Or, you know, continue educating yourself. So that was pretty cool. This year, you know, in 2022, um, I've read some really amazing books. And I think this is the most that I've just like been in a space of just learning. You know, I started school and on September, well, in August, you know, my first semester of uh, getting my therapy license. And it's been really rewarding, but I mean, I've learned so much. And so that's why I took time in December just to kind of regroup because it's just been, it was extremely busy, um, you know, working full time and doing that and really allowing myself to fill my feels and really think and process um, things about myself. So I just kind of was coming down from that in December and trying to regroup and coming into the new year. So let's just talk about that. Um, so now we'll do, we'll just go into the thought of the week where I'm going to share my word of the year for 2023. And then we will just chat. All right. So the word of the year. Now you guys know I go over the word of the year every year. Um, I'm actually really excited. <laughs> um, but no, I think the word of year is important, especially if you really are intentional about it and you really actually try to really follow through with it. Um, I think it is helpful. I think it's helpful for me. So I wanted to kind of go over it. So the word that I chose this year for myself was gratitude. Gratitude is defined as the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. Ever since I've been walking in kindness and just my purpose, um, you know, I realize just with the world, uh, how many people are just not kind, you know, or lack gratitude. And when you actually see people lack gratitude, um, for me is something that makes it abundantly clear to me that I don't want to be a person to ever not practice gratitude, you know, um, because it makes your life a lot easier. And I'm going to say how I try to look at things with the glass half empty opposed to glass half, um, excuse me, glass half full opposed to glass half empty. And when you change your mindset in that way, I believe that it makes your life easier. Um, because you have less shit to complain about. You know, the, the reality is, and I say this to my kids all the time, because, you know, when you're younger minded, it's easy to be like, woe is me with shit. And I'm like, you know, 
we're afforded every day to get up. You know, we're alive, we're living, you know, we work. And, um, especially, you know, for myself, like I'm afforded a lot of things, like I kind of can do most things out here, you know, that's reasonable enough with, with ease, you know, we travel, um, you know, we pretty much live our lives. And so we have a lot to be thankful for every day I wake up. I thank God that I'm alive and I thank God for the life that I'm living and me walking in my purpose. And so for that, I am forever grateful and and forever going to walk in gratitude instead of looking at things like, Oh man, this person has this over here, you know, and this person is doing that over there. And and I'm not, I'm not doing that. Or this person, you know, has already been in their career, you know, 10 years and I'm, I'm just starting, you know, like that's people that lack gratitude because you have to look at things with based on you. And at the end of the day, like even with how I treat people, kindness causes us nothing, you know, and I don't have issues with people, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I personally don't want to have issues with people, but I also live very simplistic when it comes to just how I interact with people. Like when you're young, you're, you know, your parents or, you know, people at church or school tell you, you treat people the way you want to be treated. And it's something that we've all been told, but a lot of times I don't think people really consider those simple things that you've been told, treat people the way you want to be treated, right? And so I use that with everything inside of my, you know, love relationship. You know, I try to treat, you know, my partner the way that I want to be treated. And so that means like, I don't lie. I don't, you know, sit and, you know, go crazy on them and all that stuff because I wouldn't want that, you know, in return. And when it comes to my friends, you know, I treat them the way that I would want a friend to treat me, you know, like it's nothing for me to, even if I'm busy, to shoot a text message, tell somebody that you're thinking about them, you know, times that you got free or moments, pick up the phone and ask somebody how they're doing instead of a person always coming to you or doing that for you. Um, and then also just showing, showing gratitude to people, you know, like a lot of times, uh, it like little things probably will make somebody's day, you know, randomly calling and just saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you. You know, sometimes I randomly send my friends books in the mail, you know, just because, no reason behind it. No, you know, no, um, no holiday, no nothing. I just randomly might send you a gift or something like that. And it, and it could, and it's usually just small stuff, but it's me just letting you know, like, Hey, like I'm thinking about you. I care about you. You know, you are important to me. And if, and I think that if a lot of people, more people walked around with in a season of just gratitude and thankfulness, then a lot of crazy shit to be happening in the world probably wouldn't happen. I, I never understand why people get so upset over, other people and what they're doing and everything else with their life. When it's like, I, I don't judge people what they got going on in their life and it has nothing to do with me. And so if it's not, you know, bothering me or directly affecting me, like I could care less. And just because I might not necessarily agree with something doesn't mean that I have to treat somebody unkind, you know? Um, I want to be remembered by, how, how I loved. And I say that all the time. And, and, uh, but I want people to remember me based on how I love them and how I showed it to them. And that way, you know, they have these, these memories, you know what I'm saying? But real memories based on factual shit. So my word of year is gratitude. You know, I plan to continue to walk in a season of thankfulness and even times that I feel like I have a negative moment or negative thoughts, 
I'm going to use gratitude and keep reminding myself like the things that I have to be thankful for and the life that I lived that I should be thankful for. And just, you know, a constant reminder of that. Um, you know, we all are doing a great job, really. I sit and think about the fact that we were just two years ago inside of a fucking pandemic on lockdown in the house. And there was so much despair. And, you know, a lot, a lot of people didn't even know what they were going to do, didn't have jobs, you know, a whole bunch of shit. And I just remember how that felt during that time of just not knowing, you know, what's going to happen. Will I get COVID? When the next time we're going to be able to go outside? And so many people like just not seeing their family for a whole year, not seeing their friends for a whole year, you know? So when I think about like how much we've grown, even from that and just being back outside and kind of trying to get back into, you know, a new normal, um, we have a lot to be grateful for, for sure. Um, so let's just, you know, remember that. I don't know what you guys word of the year is when I post the episode, if you want to share it with me, share it with me so we can talk about it. Um, but I just want to, you know, just, just share mine and also just bring things in the forefront. Um, when we're making these goals and things like that, like if you want to make a long-term goal, make a year go. But I always, you know, and I, and I talk to my son a lot about this. Like I always try to do small goals, small things that's easily tangible, right? But you still got to do some work towards it. So you can do monthly goals. I like to do quarterly goals and then you can do yearly goals. Like my book club was one of my goals for last year. And I just literally was like, I need to get this shit done before the year, you know? So that was my yearly goal of of at some point in the year, I'm going to, you know, get that done. My next big thing is just finishing up the merch. Um, It's pretty much all there ready to go. And I can't wait to release it to y'all. And so uh, that was one of the goals that I didn't accomplish last year. But you can have quarterly goals, you can have monthly goals, you can have yearly goals. Um, So I definitely think it's important at the beginning of the year to sit down and think about what you want to accomplish and think about what your word of the year is going to be. And that word is going to be something that you said to guide you throughout the year. Um, But that's all I had this week for uh, this episode. Um, Be expecting a new episode next week. I will be back doing them um, weekly until I can't. Um, Then I might drop back to bi-weekly. But for the, for right now, we're back to weekly. Um, let me know uh, how you felt about the episode. Definitely, um, you know, pop back in and listen to some of the episodes that you miss and be expecting episodes every week. Don't forget about the book club. If you want to be a part, just hit me up. You can find me on social media on Instagram is at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast, Twitter at IJMT podcast, and you can email me IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Also, you can find the show wherever you can find uh, podcast streaming. So we're pretty much on everything. So definitely follow the show. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.